Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to Glow Self Love Mastermind. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> I meant to say, Welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. <laughs> okay, blooper, beep. Let me start again, okay? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. Can you tell that glow is on my mind? So right now I am in connection mode. I am in this receptive, open, beautiful space of launching my mastermind. Um, It's this, excuse me, I just ate some chocolate. (laughs) Living my best fucking life over here, you guys. (laughs) This is probably the most informal podcast that you follow, and that is that rebellious energy that we like, right, ladies? Okay, so Glow is my six-month mastermind, and creating unshakable confidence, connecting to your spirituality, and trusting your intuition is the game we are here to play, and so... Um, This mastermind, like I said, it's six months. There's a call twice a month. That's a group call. And those are our mastermind calls as long as well as one-on-one call with me. Um, But the transformation you receive over the course of the six months uh, positively benefits you for the rest of your life. And so I've been in the mode of connecting with women. And all you got to do is send me a message on Instagram and just write glow. Just send me the word glow. And I will reply back with information and details. And there will also be a link in the show notes for you to learn more. But if you want to learn how to live with feminine energy and lead with feminine energy, where creativity and flow and joy is the baseline emotion that you live at versus stress and overwhelm and getting through, you know, because the truth is we've been taught masculine energy because it was men who dominated um, things prior to this 2021 world that we live in. So we have a lot of people in our life that have taught us how to grind, how to hustle, how to go, how to work hard. But we haven't had a lot of people in our life model to us feminine flow and trust and self-love and how to be in relationship with people versus in competition, how to receive support as much as we give it. These are the things that you learn in GLOW. And for me, GLOW is an acronym. Um, The G stands for gratitude, leadership, optimism, and wisdom, G-L-O-W. So those are the foundations of what you learn in the mastermind. So Okay, so that's my introduction. That's my spiel. That's all the details that I want you to know. The next group is not starting until January 2022. Okay, so there's some urgency here. You have one week if you're listening to this right now. It is June 8th, 2021. June 15th, the doors are going to be closing. And that night, Tuesday, June 15th at 5 p.m. Pacific time is the welcome call right now. um, There are six women that have said yes to GLOW. And there are five more spots available. So if this calls to you, or if you're curious at all, you can click the link below. You can schedule a call. You could send me a DM with the word glow, and I could also speak to you there. Whichever way you would like to do it, it's up to you. 
but do not delay. If you've been hearing about this or you've been thinking about this, you know, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Now is the time. Okay. So let's dive into our episode today. (laughs) I can't believe I started the episode talking like that. It's because I record videos. You get a little video each week that is, you know, guiding you through that glow process of how to create confidence and courage and clarity and, you know, the embodiment of your feminine energy. So, (laughs) um, but you are here on Joyfully You Podcast. So today we're going to be talking about relationships. We're going to be talking about what happens in our relationships when we are in our feminine, because when we are in our feminine, we create polarity. And when we create polarity, we have men in our life and partners in our life that are able to be in that masculine energy. So this episode is going to be speaking from like a heterosexual heterosexual perspective, me being a woman, um, and you know, the relationships I've had with men. So just heads up. Okay. So I, I did a reel about this and I shared it on my story and I just think it's worth a deeper conversation because it's really important and it really covers a lot of the baseline things around self-love and empowerment. Um, and so this is kind of, you know, whether you're in a relationship or you're single, it doesn't really matter because a lot of these principles are going to apply to you. So just to give you a little backstory, like in 2014, I was in a relationship that was very turbulent and unstable and toxic and I was addicted to it and I didn't realize the trauma bond that was created um, with this person to where I remember Googling for hours and hours and hours and hours how to break up with a narcissist, how to end things like, but I wasn't courageous enough to change and leave a relationship. I just wanted to research. And I found out later, it's actually a trauma response to trying to feel in control in a situation where you feel powerless. Isn't that crazy? Have you ever had like a slight issue with a relationship and all of a sudden you start Googling for hours on end to try and find an answer? That's actually a trauma response to wanting to feel in control in a situation that you don't feel like you have power. And so that's a anxiety trigger that happens. And I thought that was so interesting when I learned that because that's been, so I've noticed the times, like even when I first started dating the boyfriend I'm with now, so, you know, flash forward, it's 2021. I've met the man that I think I'm going to be with, like, I think he's the one. And I never knew how I felt about that up until now, but he's, he's my man. He's the person. I joke that I'm the flag and he's the flagpole. I can lean on him. He keeps me tethered. Um, But at the same time, I get to wave and be free and go with the wind. But I know that he's going to be firm and steady. So, um, you know, how do I, how did I attract a masculine man? You know, first off, I allowed myself to be open to connection while also not being the quote unquote penetrator, not being the one that's pursuing, not being the one that's chasing, instead letting myself be chased, letting myself be sought after, like even on the smallest of ways, like when I, so we met on Bumble, a dating app, um, in our initial interactions, like I told myself prior to getting on the app that I would not initiate any meetups because if the man doesn't have enough sense of self-confidence to ask me out himself, then I don't want to go out with him. I want to date a man 
who says, hey, would you like to go out this Friday night, maybe around 6.30, I want to take you out to dinner, right? Are you are you available for Wednesday at this time for us to meet for coffee, right? Someone who is like, I want to take you out. Someone that is direct about that. Because in past dating apps, I'd be like, hey, you want to meet up for coffee? Like, I would be the one to lead it. And I've had a lot of past relationships where I attracted a very feminine, wishy-washy, uncommittal man because I was in my masculine very driven, controlling, you know, it's the polarity, the opposites attract in that way when it comes to our energetics. And so if we want to be in our feminine and in that sense of healthy receptivity, right, where we are receptive and we're able to receive, we have to learn how to receive. And a part of learning how to receive is learning how to relax, trust the process and tune into our own self-confidence. Okay. So that was like the initial reaction, but I just got to tell you a little story. Like on our very first date, um, the place that we originally were going to go to for dinner was closed. They weren't open. And I was like, well, I want to talk to them because I know the owners. And he's like, okay. We walk over there and I ask a couple questions. He's like, well, do you want to just walk and see? I'm like, yeah, sure. So we're walking around and we walk into this one restaurant. And my first thought was, Kelsey, table for two, right? (laughs) Wanting to lead the date. And I caught myself though, because I've had that, you know, I have enough mental awareness of how I want to show up in a relationship. So it was like, don't do it. Bite your tongue, right? And so there's this awkward silence for a moment. But then what happens? Right away, he's like, table for two. Daniel, you know, like he put, he takes the lead. So it was these small micro moments of trusting, relaxing, sitting back, and allowing the man to lead. I think that women think a lot faster and are a lot quicker with things. And so an impatience, an energy of impatience can take over in these different micro moments that instead we need to lean back and relax and trust and be present and not trying to be in such a goddamn hurry all the time. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And so some of the reflections of things that I shared in my email list today and shared um, on my my uh, Facebook, not my Facebook, on my Instagram, um, was talking about how I, in the past, was attracting men that were emotionally unavailable. And I thought, you know, like what's, it's like this thing of like, what's wrong with me? Why do I have dating these guys? Why do I feel unworthy of dating these other men that are really attractive? Like I remember having it in my mind of like, I would get around a guy that was really attractive and like these, like I I would just act weird or I would think of like, what can this person do for me? And it's subconscious, right? It's not conscious, but I didn't know how to act around certain people. So I would end up attracting relationships that were not actually in alignment, meaning a guy that, you know, guys that were way younger than me or guys that were totally out of my league, right? Where Have you ever had those situations where you look at a relationship and you think, what the fuck? <laughs> I was in those relationships. Okay. And so I've done a lot of meditation. I've done a lot of self-reflection of really going in deep within myself of, you know, who do I need to become in order to attract the man of my dreams? What is that version of me? Because I started realizing that was the next step in my my life. You know, I've, I've done, I've traveled the world. I've been able to start the business of my dreams. Like I truly have my dream job, you know? Um, and I realized that next piece was partnership, relationship, 
And so I started calling that in. And I started having those conversations with God of, God, who do I need to be? Like, what's that woman of God, that woman of the universe, the woman that is embodied in her self-confidence and her love? You know, how can I be in my feminine divine energy to attract that man who is in his feminine, his masculine divinity, right? What does that look like? Lord, show me. And it was very clear, these different um, messages and signals and realizations of how I myself was actually emotionally unavailable. And since everything is vibration and frequency, and we tune in to people that are similar to us and situations that are similar to us, I was only able to attract men that were emotionally unavailable by me um, because I myself was emotionally unavailable. So then the question became, okay, Lord, for me, it's Lord. Maybe for you, it's spirit, source, energy, you know, God, Lord. Like for me, Lord is just very like this masculine energy that allows me to soften. So it's like, Lord, guide me, show me, how can I be emotionally available and receptive? And the next message I was receiving, and this is like through my own intuition and my inner wisdom, you know, these are the things that I teach in GLOW is how to connect to your inner wisdom because there is a bank of knowledge within you. And I feel like it sounds like our own train of thought, but it's the universe and God speaking to us. So I started asking, I started asking God, like, how do I be, how Lord show me? And the next message I received was trust yourself, stand up for yourself. And know that the men that love you really want to know your needs, really want to know your likes and your dislikes. It was very clear, you know, stand up for what you believe in and and it's time. And so the journey was starting to release this fear of being needy, starting to release this fear of being too much starting to release this fear of, if I say this, will they abandon me? And that's what it, that's the core fear, okay? That's the core thing it came down to is I had a fear of abandonment, so I was emotionally unavailable to authentic, intimate relationships to protect me from ever being left. That's what it was. And gremlins are like fears, right? Fear is are like little gremlins. Have you ever seen that movie, the 90s movie? I've talked about it a couple times. But gremlins, they are just like these little like tweaked out Furbies that just fuck shit up, (laughs) you know? So the moment that light is shined on them, they lose their power. They like disintegrate and fear is the same exact way. When we actually peel back the layers and are able to see what is actually driving me, what is the fear that is controlling me right now. And for me, it was the fear of abandonment. And once I realized that and had that awareness, it just started to dissolve. It started to disintegrate. And it was like, wow, I'm okay. So how can I create this sense of love and safety and trust within myself to never abandon myself? Because if I can have that level of, you know, I am whole with or without anybody, I can truly trust and let people in because they won't have that ability to abandon me because I might myself will never abandon me. That was kind of this aha moment of, I I could take the risk now. I can lean into authentic relationships. And you know, over this past like year and a half, I felt like God was preparing me to meet my partner that I'm with right now. Because there were different, I was living in uh, Tulum, Mexico, most of last year in 2020. You know, that was 
and, and it's kind of known to be a vortex of energy. And so these this is that's where I was having a lot of these realizations and these conversations with God of like, you know, Lord, show me, you know, the aha moments around it being a fear of abandonment. And I, I, I felt like this presence and this message of, you know, start to see the little boy. Because I, I was really good at seeing the little girl within other women of seeing like, oh, that's a little girl that wants to be loved and seen and heard, you know, even if it is a grown person, being able to see that innocence and the love within them. But I didn't, I wasn't able to do that with men. I would just see men in different categories. Like for example, if I saw a guy that I'm like, oh, you are not attractive. I'm not attracted to you. Then instantly I'm like, all right, we could be friends. What's up? Where are you from? Like I could be myself because in my mind, it wasn't a threat. It wasn't someone that could hurt me because it wasn't someone that I liked. And the irony is in the past, those are the people I started creating relationships with, the people that I actually wasn't attracted to, but then I got to know because my walls were down. Um, but then the people that I were attracted to, that I was attracted to, like these different men that I'm like, oh my God, he's so cute. Oh my God, I want to date him. I would act all weird and put my walls up because I didn't trust myself to be myself because I thought I had to be something else, right? And this is why it all leads to self-love and this is why I'm obsessed with self-love and empowerment. Um, but I felt like God started bringing uh, different men that were confident within themselves into my life to show me how to be in relationship platonically with these different men. And I felt like the learning lessons through that of learning how to see a man, not for what I think he should be, but seeing the little boy within that he also is a, a, a kid that wants to be loved, seen and heard that's operating from the best of his ability. So I felt like God kept bringing different examples of people I could trust and, 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 you know, trust is a risk, right? You know, there's little things that happen that start to build the trust, but also started bringing people in my life to help me practice setting my boundaries of what I would be okay with and what I wasn't. There was a very specific example of this guy named Jordan. And like, he literally was the epitome of a fuck boy, right? You know, he, he's like, Hey, let's hang out. And I'm like, Oh, we had a great conversation, you know? And then he's like, Oh, we should, um, go get food and we go get food. We're all hanging out. Um, and it was kind of like a date ish, you know, but then he brought a friend, I brought a friend, um, and then at the end of the night, he's all like, we're like having good conversation. Then at the end of the night, he's like, oh, well, let's uh, go into your room, like where I was staying. I was like, um, no, that's okay. You know, like I, no. Um, and that night he ended up hooking up with my other friend that I brought. And then the next day, and I know they hooked up because she told me. And the next day he's like, hey, we should hang out. And I could just feel that energy, right? You can feel when someone is trying to get at you, right? When someone's trying to pursue you. And I just told him, I said, I think it is so like, I said, no, absolutely not. I was like, I could tell that you are just trying to move on to the next woman that you could have sex with because you've already hit, you've already, you've already tapped that ass, right? You know what I mean? You already slept with my friend and now you're trying to sleep with me and I can feel that energy and I'm not here for it. And it was the first time in my life that I actually expressed those things to him versus ghosting him, blocking him, removing him from my energy. And it was so much more empowering to have that conversation and say, I can read right through this little fuckboy act that you are putting on right now. 
And so that conversation created a really powerful conversation because he's like, wow, thank you. Like no one's ever really called me out on it. And I guess you're right. I am doing that, but I didn't realize it because in his world, in his reality, he was searching for the same validation of trying to create intimacy. And when we don't know how to create intimacy with ourselves, we start to crave it and become addicted to it. Whether we're creating intimacy through sex, creating intimacy through like, who knows? Like there's so many different ways. But for him, it was kind of this addiction. And until I called him out on it and I brought vulnerability, right? Because I had to trust myself enough to have this conversation and say, I see right through it because the people pleaser inside of me, the little girl's like, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to offend. What if he doesn't mean it like this, right? But he, for me, was an initiation into embodying a deeper level of my own divine feminine, So you can press the back 30 seconds if you need to hear that again. Um, So people will come into our life to prepare us to be more um, of who we really are. So if you've been practicing boundaries, the universe will bring people in your life to help you practice setting and expressing those, okay? If you've been practicing self-love, you will have situations in your life where you are faced with honoring and respecting yourself or people pleasing and giving in to something, right? So don't be surprised if you have these little moments of challenges that come up and it's not challenges because you're doing something wrong. It's challenges for you to practice, you know, implementing what it is that you've been learning and expressing and having realizations about. So, you know, the, the, the men in that you are meant, the man that you are meant to be with, or the man that you're in a relationship with really wants to know what it is that you like and don't like, really wants to be held accountable for being the best man he can be for himself and for you. And in order for you to hold him accountable to that, you yourself get to hold yourself accountable to how you first treat and honor yourself and your time. And you know, one, a big thing is like learning to be present with your own self and your own emotions allows you to be present with himself and his emotions, right? If he's feeling funky about something, being able to slow down and actually ask what's going on and giving him the space to answer without filling the silence because he's not answering as fast as you'd like him to, right? Having presence, because if you can have presence with yourself, you can start to have presence with the men in your life. There's a difference between commanding power and demanding power. Demanding comes from a childlike place, like a tantrum. You know, it's based on the fear that things might be withheld from you. But commanding is based on the knowledge that you are a part of spirit, of the universe, of that grace, of that wisdom. You know, you become a lightning rod that could conduct power. You become a part of that power. Like quite literally, women make all the humans in the earth, right? We are the conduit for life. Life comes into us, is grown within us. We give birth, it's created, okay? So connect to the power within you and the clarity within you of your thought processes, of your gut intuitions and actions, and let it be something that you embody. And the whole idea of embodiment is not just understanding something in theory, but truly living it and practicing it. Um, Because if we're saying something to someone because we're afraid that love might be taken away, that is much different than saying something because you know that it's just your truth. 
Does that make sense? You know, are, are you resonating with what I'm saying? Like, send me a message on Instagram if this message connected with you or post it to your story or something. Um, I want to read to you a in like excerpt from uh, one of my goddess cards, which are like oracle cards. And I want to read you this, this little section, okay? Don't waver for a moment in your sure and steady decision to be a conduit of the power that already resides within you. Connect to the even bigger source and allow it to amplify your natural power. In this way, you are a steady connector of the infinite, from the infinite, and to the infinite. In other words, it's all spirit around you, through you, and whomever you are healing. And so this message is just so powerful because I think that we discredit our own sensitivities by numbing out or checking out or trying to fill ourselves by getting attention or um, working, right? We can definitely numb our own sensitivity to life by overworking, by trying to create the sense of it's not enough, it's not enough, it's not enough. And this feeling of needing to give, 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 which completely blocks us from being able to receive and truly feel held by the universe. There's this kind of visual that I really like is imagining like God or the universe or spirit being this masculine presence and just holding me of like, I got your back. I will carry you. I will hold you. I will fill you with the power that you need for you to express yourself, for you to take up space, for you to feel so safe and so free and so loved. So being able to tune into that for me, tuning into that has come through, you know, not just meditation and journaling, although that is a huge part of it. It's also on the day-to-day things of noticing those moments where I need to stand up for myself and making really big changes, changes like changing my career, ending relationships, walking away from love, even though it was mediocre, you know, knowing that, okay, I could still get some love for this person, but having to trade good for great, knowing that cutting off something with someone that is mediocre opens me up to something that is really fucking great. Because this is kind of a thing, is how we do one thing is how we do everything. So if you're showing up to a job that you don't really like, but you don't want to change because of security, you might have certain relationships in your life that you are showing up for, not because you really love it, but because it gives you a sense of security, right? There's so many different reflections of things. You know, I was having this fear of um, being abandoned within my relationships and a lot of that came down to the way I was with myself. Whenever I would get um, stressed out or whenever I would get um, feeling rejected or pain or something that was just a grief, right? I would abandon myself by by uh, using different uh, marijuana or cigarettes or alcohol, like different addictive things that helped me tune out and abandon my inner child in that moment abandon the grief and abandon the fear because I didn't want to feel it because it felt fucking scary. And so I can look back now and just have so much love and compassion that I was doing the best that I knew how to do with the tools and the guidance and the knowledge that I had. But now that I know it's up to me to take responsibility and also take loving care of myself, of my energy, of my feminine power, right? And cultivating that. And now it's it's my journey to help you cultivate that feminine power as well by tuning into your own inner wisdom, by us r- removing some of the noise that is filling your train of thought in unhelpful ways, right? 
Netflix, morning news, scrolling first thing in the morning and last thing before you go to bed, like creating distance from our cell phone is huge. And and I love social media. I'm a huge fan of social media. I, I run my entire business through social media. But the first two hours of waking up and the last two hours of going to bed, and I'm not perfect with this, sometimes it's 30 minutes, sometimes it's an hour, Like, but it's a no phone time because that is me being able to connect with myself, with God, with the universe, with the people in my life. You know, that's sacred time. And so I encourage you to take sacred time. Um, and if you want to attract these healthy relationships in your life, and you also want to connect to your inner wisdom and that infinite bank of knowledge that resides within you, Glow Self Love Mastermind is open and it is starting. This Tuesday on the 15th is the welcome call. It's the first call of the month. Um, and I, I, if you feel called to this at all, the link in the show notes allows you to read all the details. You know, there's testimonials, there's details and stuff like that. And there's a link to schedule a call. I encourage you to take that leap, schedule a call. Let's connect. You can also message me on Instagram. If you have any questions that aren't answered on that sales page, um, you know, the offer page, whatever. But this program is made for very specific people because it wouldn't have been placed on my heart to create if it wasn't destined for one of you to receive. Um, And this is the fifth group. And so the women that have been a part of it in the past, the biggest thing I hear over and over is they say, I've learned how to trust the process. I've learned how to find calm in the chaos. I've learned how to release and get way more out of the things that I show up to. Like how beautiful. It's not about doing more. It's about creating more presence. If you could be present with the things in your life, the people in your life, and learn how to truly trust yourself, then you will create trusting relationships. Then you will create trust within your business. Like the relationship with self possibly affects everything else. So, whew. All right. This is my message for today. You guys are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I love you so much much. Okay. I am rooting for you. I'm taking a stand for you and I will always be in your corner. If there are certain um, topics that you want to hear more of here on the podcast, you can be able to send me a message on Instagram. I'm at Instagram on Kelsey Low show. Send me a DM. I love connecting with you. I will always reply. Say you've been listening to the podcast. If there's topics you want to hear, or if there's things, maybe there's things that have been affected and changed in your life because of listening to the show. I live for messages like that. Okay. So, all right, my friend, have an amazing day and I will see you later.